Welcome to the Bass and Brews Podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Hello. We'll stand by. Cheers. Better. You can still hear, but it's not. Yeah, good. it's yeah. We I don't know. I don't know if he knows that he dropped. What up, folks? Welcome to Paul and Alex's <laughs> podcast. Are we live? <laughs> They're not doing it live. No, they they just use it to record. Yeah, I I know. I know they said we weren't doing it live. It's a it's a takeover. We get the takeover podcast for the night. He said, "My wife just shut off. <laughs> My wife. <just> <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's got a reset. <laughs> uh, there should be Trey. I think on the right side, somewhere around the court, and all that button. There's a mute all button. One of those is one of those have like a mute button. For some reason, I thought there was, but there might not be. Is there an on air button over there?" Uh, each one of them individually yeah, has yeah. <laughs> just for future reference. Uh, I thought there was. I guess there is. I thought there was one you could get. There's a mute wall, but there's a mute. It's got to be one. You gotta get through each one, but. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, I shouted their router opportunity. I'm not sure. <laughs> or a typo. My wife. My wife. It's like I feel like I'm dark. I feel like I'm really dark. That one's usually out. Uh, how's it look? You still feel dark? No, well, that's pointing on you. Yeah, bring his up a little bit. Yeah, their internet went out. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's a little bit better. I mean, that's all it is. That's all there is. So that's fine. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> ben, what is that? Or something with a 
hoodie up. Now I'm all fucking Carolina waters up. Some, uh, I didn't open it. Some fishing rod company hit me up and said, are you interested in blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I didn't read it. I don't know who they're. Empire Rods, you ever heard of them? No. Yeah, me neither. Did that one airdrop to you? Oh, What's up, man? One did, yeah. One completely. My Wi-Fi completely ate shit. Don't worry. Ha- shit, <laughs> it this. Um, it ha- happens all, right. all the time, guys. We're just going to, this has never happened. Well, I mean, this, honestly, our internet never goes out. I have never had that happen during a podcast. What the fuck? All right, no, we've been have. recording. So Alex is going to have to cut all that shit out. We're going to start over. Okay. All right. Hopefully Good. my damn phone internet will keep up. What the hell? So Alex gets here and I go, I reset the router. All right. This, jeez, what a if shit. If you want to wait a minute till your, you. your router resets, we can. We don't have to. Let me see. If you want to give your main internet so a minute. Does it look like it? Hold on. Let me check. And if not, then we'll roll with this. Okay. That's funny. It would be. I, I turned my Wi-Fi off just in case. <laughs> I'm like, am I eating up his bandwidth? <laughs> that would be impressive. We're lucky. We're lucky we even got internet in here. Yeah. Yeah. Pater, record that. Looks like it cut out again. He might have switched because I think he was trying to reset his router. Oh, there we go. Unfrozen. Unfroze. Gee, looks good. What a looks shit sharp. Show. Damn. <laughs> welcome to Bass and Bruise. This is what the fuck. This is this is this is kind of shit that happens. Not the internet, but just stupid shit like that. So here we go. We're gonna do the intro in again so we can let's do it. All that shit. All right, stand by. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Bass and Brews Podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Oh, Welcome to the Bass and Brews podcast, your weekly distraction from other. Welcome. Y'all know what? We just <laughs> rolling like this. Look, everybody yeah, yeah. Else, listen, we have had technical difficulties out the wazoo. My internet died the second I, we, we came in off the intro and then had reset it. And I tried to redo the intro. And y'all just see what happened. Alex left me in charge and didn't give me proper instructions. So now we're rolling with it. Welcome to Bass and Brews, your weekly distraction from quality podcast content, which is the most evident of the last uh, 35 to 45 seconds tonight. We got a host of guests in the house. They're all together. And it's the one cast team. Fellas, how y'all doing tonight? Good, man. Thanks for having us on. Appreciate it. Yeah, yep. you know, uh, this is not how you're supposed to start your podcast. So just take note of that to have your shit together better than uh, what just happened here. Y'all, Alex will be on here in about 15, 20 minutes, and uh, we'll let him take over so technical difficulties will cease, hopefully. Well, how should you start your podcast? Who wrote the book on that? 
Well, I mean, you you kind of want to start it somewhat professionally, not with this music going back and forth and the standby coming on and off. I mean, it was a. I don't think I've ever been that that rambled on this podcast before. Really I think there was a couple subdued uh, cuss words in there too. I think <laughs> as you were trying to unclick the button, you were clicking, so it was good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Alex says we're not supposed to cuss in the first minute. Well, that shit went out the door. Well, <laughs> he's not here right now. now. Yeah, Alex isn't here. Yeah, he's so. not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, he ain't never going to leave again after this one. No, no. So let's introduce yourselves real quick. Go from left to right. Yeah, go ahead, Pete. Yeah, so uh, my name is Pete Shandrick. Uh, sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. down uh, here in, uh, uh, We're down here outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I've been down here for coming up on six years, uh, originally from Pennsylvania, lived kind of all over the country, but, uh, that's a little bit about me. I'm sure we'll talk about the the company and all that later on. So mm-hmm. I do fish. I do kayak <laughs> fish. I guess this is a, a fishing, uh, podcast. So I should talk about that. I, I grew up tournament fishing. Uh, I fished some bigger stuff, BFLs and opens and stuff when I was younger, but quickly realized that I wasn't nearly as good or rich as some of those guys. So, uh, now I just fish some local club stuff and tour stuff. No, I know this are a lot of kayak guys in here, but I'm a boat guy, so don't beat me up too bad. Oh, this this ain't just a kayak fishing podcast. Now we a bass fishing podcast. That's right. And some other stuff in between. Am ben, I up now? You're up, man. Yeah, all right, right. middleman. So, middleman here. So I'm Ben. Um, I'm uh, the owner, founder, CEO, president, whatever name you want to throw up on me. <laughs> Uh, of, of one cast fishing uh so i started one cast it was actually probably 2017 I, I did a couple you know some youtube videos did that thing but i started making jigs on the side later that year the year after started selling them on social media august of 18 and then did pretty well i made a bunch before my deployment thankfully my wife shipped them out when we had orders and then uh two years ago i got got out of the army and took that took one cast full time and then and then we started, we've been talking about our podcast, the one cast for like the last year, 18 months, maybe. You and I started talking, yeah. the two of us, almost two years ago. And uh, we finally got around and getting everything, get everything situated. So, but I uh, appreciate you having us on. I I, I know you, you are more from the TikTok content. That's where uh, I spent a lot of uh, my observation in social media. So. Um, that's drew, drew me in quite a while ago with, uh, and, and lately with his, uh, unpopular takes that <laughs> I like yeah, the it. Tick, the TikTok is all Alex. I tried to keep it going while he's going on his last deployment, but I did a shitty job at it. Uh, that's all him. That's helped us grow this podcast a ton. And we gotten some really, really wild, crazy fans off of it. It's been a, it's been a good ride. It, there's no platform that you can reach fans like, like like you can on that and, and it's essential to to get your podcast youtube business whatever you're doing out there like you you've got to you've got to make that content on tiktok because that's where everybody's at i love so, I, I couldn't articulate before and i kept thinking about it uh the last time i tried to do it on the podcast but i love how you can reply to comments to me, mm-hmm. that sets it apart from everything else. It, it makes it a lot more engaging and it makes it a lot more personal. So it is. I, I love it. I love that platform. Absolutely. I can't believe you said TikTok and not Tiki Tack. Look, Tiki-tack. man, I'm flustered. Give me a break. <laughs> I'm flustered, y'all. Get out of that professional mindset. Go back to the Tiki Tags. 
I know the tic-tac and I'm fucked up the podcast so bad at the beginning. I might as well just let it loose anyway. I might take my shirt off. <laughs> Trey, you can introduce yourself. Yeah, my name's Trey. I, uh, I'm originally from Kalamazoo, Michigan. I've been in the South for about 18 years. Uh, got a couple years left in the Army. Um, been an angler and an outdoorsman my entire life. Did a lot of multi-species fishing up in the uh, in, in Michigan and Wisconsin. And then... Um, really got into uh to bass fishing like exclusively uh through a warriors on the water tournament believe it or not and that was some time ago and that was a really cool platform and thought i knew what i was doing man showed up with three spinning rods and a plano tackle box ready to rock and roll and then here we are going 80 miles an hour in a blazer bass boat down jordan lake and i'm like wow this is what it's all about so hooked me and uh ever since been trying to plan my exit strategy from the army and nesting myself in with one cast fishing and then you know us starting this podcast and that's where we are today nice nice yeah 80 miles per hour we ought to race i'll bring the hobie out oh i don't have a blazer that was someone else's (laughs) (laughs) i went i after that i went out and bought a 16 foot uh aluminum boat and then uh after that i was deployed and i said you know what? i'm gonna treat myself to a new boat and then i bought a new boat and that was four or five years ago Nice. What's the new boat? The new boat is a Tracker 195. I outfitted it uh, with everything. I'm sure you've seen me. I got a white tracker with poles and all the gamuts on it and stuff like that. I'm always out in Harris. Yeah, that's usually where I am. I've seen you a few times uh, before. We've never been able to connect on the water for sure. So we're going to talk about a lot of what y'all have going on, but the main thing, let's hop into the the podcast. Y'all are fairly new with it. I mm-hmm. think it, it finally hit a couple weeks ago, and y'all put out a few episodes. Uh, it's it's roundtable type. It's y'all three sitting just like you are now. For the folks that are listening, they're all sitting in a row. They all got mics in front of them, and I think they're in somebody's garage. They got a nice backdrop. I mean, this professional shit that they're doing here. <laughs> Tell us, what was, what was the catalyst? What was the reason for wanting to start the podcast? And then what – why did – why all three of you? So – it started, uh, man. I started. I started wanting to do one quite a few years back, and and I'd made some connections in the industry, working uh, some shows and stuff with a few few uh, companies and things. And was like, it. You know, I'm always talking about it. It would be good to just record, put it out there for people to listen to. And then I kind of got hooked up with Ben, uh, who who owned the jig company. I had ordered some jigs from him, and he was close, so we uh, met in a Lowe's parking lot, picked him up like a drug deal, <laughs> and. Uh, Say space to, for <laughs> online. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Lowe's is the safe safe space for the internet. By, but uh, I met him up there. We exchanged numbers. You know, he he fished uh, my home lake a, a fair bit, and he hit me up. I don't know a month later was for a Tuesday night, and was like, "Hey, you want to fish tonight?" And I had got off work early. I was like, "Yeah, let's do it, man." So that turned into uh, he was in a pretty bad truck accident. Uh, somebody had hit him head on, and and he was hurt a little bit. So I hit him up. I think you know texan was like man anything you need like let me know i'll come help you package jigs whatever i don't want to see you know small business hurt and uh so started going packing jigs in his garage and i was like man we should start a podcast because we were sitting there listening to podcasts you know we're talking about everything that's going on just talking about fishing and it's like you know maybe some people want to listen to our bad takes and uh <laughs> so you know we kind of him hot around for Man, it'd be close to a year, and then Trey, we got connected with Trey, and it just kind of from there blossomed to we, uh, yeah, we framed out a uh, podcast studio in yeah. Trey's garage and threw a backdrop up and just.
started recording a little bit so yeah paul you're absolutely right we are sitting in uh in my detached garage and and that's kind of how i think that's the cool part about it like i i was a cadre member um instructing a course on fort bragg and i actually met ben's wife who talked about him i don't it was randomly it was like yeah my husband bass fishes and you know how we all are either you identify somebody by their boat or by their kayak by their truck whatever and i was like oh is your husband the guy with this boat with this power pole she's like yeah i'm like oh no kidding and then so i i reached out through the social media space and uh we connected that way and then i met pete and then uh I th we just put our heads together and uh it kind of came to fruition so it was a really cool deal how long was the so you know, Pete said y'all started about a year ago, kind of thinking about it. How long was the process for y'all started buying your stuff and like let's do it? And did one of you say was it all planning? And then one of you finally said, All right, we gotta do this shit. Let's get it started. Let's record, let's do it. So so uh, you know, Pete and I were talking about that a year ago, twelve months ago, something eighteen, yeah, eight, 12, yeah, 18 something, months ago. Something like that. And then we were all started talking about it in the spring and definitely talked about it more more at ICAST. And I think the decision we were done at ICAST is to uh, to make it happen. And I think we actually started ordering stuff late September, early October, you know, because we were in pretty big production mode trying to get everything to, to launch the jigs uh, one September. And then once we did that, we were purchasing everything. And then it just takes a little bit of time to get the, the backdrops and kind of the the studio set up how we wanted and test all the equipment and uh we're we still testing it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 in fact uh, uh we recorded one yesterday and uh we we identified we got to make a checklist of what to do because we forgot to hit record on the zoom video for the first 20 minutes of it so, <laughs> hey. so we're, gonna, we're gonna have to go old school and put her, put his picture up there and uh, yeah yeah so like yeah three you know three cameras and recording equipment and then zoom if you have somebody on live and and making sure everything is recording and yeah it's uh we gotta make check it's definitely a logistical i mean you know where i live i'm we we don't live very far from each other and so we had to install a wi-fi mesh system throughout the house to to reach out to the detached garage and then uh you know we're even going to change the the ergonomics in this room um i'm actually leaving next week for a couple of weeks and i know ben and pete are going to come over here and, and start working on something different to kind of change the layout more for the viewer viewer and more for us uh so it's just a can and that's the beauty of it is you can change every day you don't have to keep it the same and that's that's kind of cool so um luckily you know my wife has her own garage and her own office so this is like our space you know the new version of my space i guess so it works out the one cast man cave the that's one right. the one cast yeah man cave yeah man, man cave yeah. <laughs> can we say that yeah man yeah, cave that's that. man yeah cave. yeah i mean what other word are you gonna call it i know right. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. I mean, maybe later probably 45 minutes from now but look not hit and record that happens usually once and then after that you make damn sure it doesn't happen i can't remember who it was it might oh it was when we had the head cheese frankie povalone on and we did like 35 40 minutes and my face melted Oh, Frank, stop, stop. I, I'm not recording. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so we recorded an entire episode and not understanding equipment, which probably was my fault since I took lead. But uh, with like a DSLR camera, so we want to shoot in 4K. <laughs> since it's not technically a video camera, it it shuts off after 29 minutes. 
So we go on for an hour and five minutes or whatever. We're all fired up. <laughs> I get home and I plug it in. And I'm like, uh, boys, we got 29 minutes of video. Uh, what do you want to do? And we're like, uh, just delete it. So like the whole first episode just kind of went away. And it was, yeah, like you said, I haven't made that mistake again. Ended up turning into a digital countdown timer on the wall. So we we hit that. And when it starts getting close, we we know to take a break and reset. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it is. It's a learning process, but. It all started, yeah. We we bought the first piece of equipment, and it was uh, downhill from there. It started rolling, and I think I think I really I was on. T- did I take two weeks of leave or something like that, or a week of leave? Yeah, you were off. Or something. I just started just started grabbing lumber, man, and Thanks. just started framing stuff out, and uh, it, it was pretty therapeutic for me. I needed to to decompress, so we just we knocked out the walls and knocked out everything. It it only took a couple days, really. It's the tech stuff that is far more intricate than than putting some some two by fours up that are definitely not 16 on center uh so yeah yeah the technical shouldn't make you feel dumb real quick i think you know i mean youtube's a great great way to learn but man until you start putting it into practice yourself you feel you feel pretty damn stupid i'm i'm i just turned 41 this year and i'm starting to feel get that old man vibe about you know, having to ask my kids how mm-hmm. to run shit and it's scaring me. It's really scary. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to switch from AOL. How do I, how do I make a Gmail? <laughs> like earlier, I should have screamed, the internet's out. Audrey, how? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have saw these guys. They're trying to learn how to airdrop something to each other with, with iPhones. And I don't use iPhone. And I was like, let me just go get my 14-year-old daughter. She'll come in here and fix it in five seconds. Hey, we got to figure it out. Yeah, they did. Man. Well, at least they aren't peasants like you are with that android crap that's right <laughs> hey. thank you for for having our back on that we we, call we've the had peasant it, all the time we've had issues with that he went out he's it's got an amazing awesome camera on it 4k it zooms in i think way better than that than the actual iphone and we went out filming last May. he took a lot of great videos but there's no way to get him over to my mac without him compressing it to like 720 yep. and it's like yeah. well that does no good for editing yeah well, I'm in a you group can... chat with Trey, and he it's it's like the peasant group chat because right. you can't share pictures and this green blob and <laughs> yeah. As soon as that just, green blob shows up, you just want to kick that person out of those group chats. I, I know, I, even when he catches fish and wants to send us fish pictures, like we're, we can't really fucking see. It. <laughs> hey, you got to blame the government for that one. I mean, at the end of the day, like it's the system I'm used to, so. But, you know, maybe one day in 2025, I'll switch to Apple or an yeah, iPhone. They're, they're going to make you at some point if y'all keep doing this, because you're going to need to be able to share shit a lot easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a fact. So tell us, what is what is the what is the podcast about? What what are we talking about on the podcast? And what what is your intent with the the uh, brain part right here? What's the intent with the content you're putting out? Yeah, so uh, that's a good one. The big, you know, obviously we're talking about bass fishing. So we, we, you know, our first few episodes, I think the first two, we kind of did a recap of fishing overall in 2022. Uh, second one, we talked about some rules we would change in tournament bass fishing. Uh, and then the next three, which episode three dropped last Thursday, four will drop this Thursday. And then the following Thursday will be five. We kind of go through the the big tours so the NPFL, the elites and the uh, Bass Pro Tour MLF. And then after that, you know, 
we have some guests on uh, after that. We had the, a former Elite Series pro, and we talked more about not so much about the fishing. I mean, the fishing's part of it, but about the mental side of it and travel and how you deal with stuff at home when you're on the road. You know, three month, three weeks out of the month, and uh, I know another big focus we've been talking to some some people about is having folks on to talk about non traditional ways to to get into the fishing industry because I think there's this stigma or belief that in order to get there you have to be this great tournament angler and or, or do all these things and have these accolades and and you've been around now a little bit and and you know we've been around some some big companies and small in industry and that, that's not the case there's other ways to get into fishing and to to work with these companies and do things that are that are non-traditional and outside of fishing so you know we're gonna have a focus there what else education so we have a high school bass angler coming on to talk about kind of how how the high school side of things work with BASS tournaments and building to college. Um, so we want to do some educational stuff, but not necessarily just tournament recap specific or tournament. Yeah. yeah. Tournament recaps. I, and I, we want to do, we don't want to limit ourselves, I guess. So yes, we're primarily fishing outdoors. We're going to have that focus, but I think it's more, it's more of us sitting down, giving our opinions, it, it kind of let the audience get to know the people behind the brand and get the people to know behind one cast have that, you know, this is who we are. This is what we believe you can agree or disagree. We can have fun. We can cut it up. We can BS back and forth. We can talk serious stuff. We, you know, we want to provide more educational stuff, you know, talk about some topics that other people, you know, may not talk about uh, whether that's good or bad. And uh, just, you know, kind of just open up and let people know, you know, how we feel what's going on in the industry. So I'll, I'll give you a, a good, um, kind of a, a good way to look at, this is what, how I always looked at it. So think of a, um, a nonprofit organization that helps out veterans in the, in the country, right? There's thousands of them, uh, 20, around 22,000 of them or something like that. And every, and, and I work for one, you know, I volunteer for one. And a lot of people will ask me, you know, what makes you different than, the wounded warrior project then whatever right and i say nothing the intent is the same it's to help veterans through post-traumatic stress disorder uh using outdoor therapy as a method whatever the case may be and i think you could say the same thing for a lot of podcasts right like every organization has their group of followers right so there's organic followers to the one cast fishing brand organic followers to all brands and so we can capture our audience and and just give them another platform and an opportunity to listen to us but you know the is the market saturated yeah does it need to be absolutely i think it needs to be because so many people are hungry for perspective that they want to get all of it right and so and every single person in this room has a different relationship with other people within or outside the industry and so you're never going to be able to get all of them on i mean it's no secret like mercer has all the elite pros on right and and low budget live has a lot of anglers from around the industry well we have a lot of people too that may not have touched their podcast and got on that media platform so i just think it just offers just more opportunities for viewers and and uh listeners as well my number one goal is to break trey that officer technical talk <laughs> good luck it's going to take a lot of beating I, I, I got a sack full of potatoes that's going to be round one <laughs> you're going to have to have a pile of shit beside you make it make it all the jigs that that are in the you know the pile 
that they didn't turn out right, just put them beside you, and every time he does it, just, just tuck kinda, one at him. Little Oops. Yeah, yeah. He's got one in his hand. <laughs> no, this is... <laughs> this this jig right here and just to go off into a tangent this is one of the jigs that we use down at icast in the demonstration tank and uh that was you know i, I don't get nervous typically I'm, I'm a relatively good public speaker i can create dialogue whatever the case may be we can sit at the end of the bar and have a conversation we'd be a perfect stranger but getting up in front of all those people at icast man i I think my stomach sank to my butthole. Like <laughs> I was like, man, if this is a disaster, this is going to be terrible. And, and, and yeah, you went to, have you been to ICAST before? I haven't been to ICAST. So, well, when you go and take your lure to the, to the company that runs that, they bend your hooks in and stuff. So changes the action on your bait potentially and stuff. And I was like, oh, great. Last act of the third day. Like, how is this one going to play out? All these professional angers and then some schmuck that gets up here and is like, check out this jig, guys. <laughs> like, it catches fish. <laughs> snag. snag and I actually did snag it on top of the tank because I pitched it too far. And the guy was like, don't worry about it, man. Like Michael Neal just did it or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, cool. Like we're good. So well, yeah. You, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, Pete, you can throw oops jigs at me all day. Okay, cool. There That's just go. free, free jigs for me. That's <laughs> So you said something about the market being saturated. I just listened to a podcast today, and uh, they talked about the numbers in podcasts, and there's 4 million podcasts out there. Yep. But there are, and I can't remember all the numbers, so I'm just going to throw out the, the ones that I know. So there's 4 million out there. There's only 150,000 of them that have put out 10 episodes and have posted in the last 30 days. No kidding. So Four million podcasts out there. There's only 150, 155,000 that have that have ten episodes and have put out an episode in the last thirty days. So if you think about it, there are a fuck ton of podcasts out there, but they ain't there ain't a ain't many of them still podcasting. Right. So yeah. It's a, it's a longevity game right now. And one of the things that was interesting to me is they said that if you compare it to YouTube and blogs it's still minuscule 4 million ain't nothing compared to that so we're it, it seems like we're still in the early stages of podcasting because people start them they realize how much worth they are thanks to tic tac we think we're supposed to get <laughs> you know 300 downloads an episode by episode mm -hmm. two everybody wants to be joe rogan who was famous before he started that's right, right. and mm -hmm. and it doesn't happen it's a lot of work especially if you want to put out edited stuff yeah. and there's a lot of work to that so it, I don't, it is not saturated, but if you put in the time and the longevity game and stick with it, but there's, there's a, a, a high ceiling. Uh, yeah. I think, I think consistency. So week, you know, releasing mm -hmm. weekly, even if it's bi-weekly is, is number one. And then leveraging your socials, you know, making sure that you're sharing those. Like, of course we dropped the first episode and like every hour we're on logging on and looking at how many downloads we have anything, but you know, now episode three has been out. I think I've looked once. Like, I know, you know, it's not going to be. You're right. Because even though we had realistic expectations, I still think in the back of your mind, you think like, yeah, I'm going to drop this and a thousand people are going to download <laughs> the first episode. And it's just not the case. Yeah. And it's not that you're humbled, but <clears throat> once you kind of start going, and, and I know we did, you know, we're, we're three released now. We have seven recorded. And uh, 
Yeah, it's like as long as we're consistent, we keep doing the things. We know there's going to be episodes that certain people aren't going to listen to because they might not care about the tournament side of things. But then if there's something else, you know, they're going to listen to, you'll have more. So I think people get get discouraged, like you said, less than 10. You know, they think those numbers are instantly going to be there, and they're not. Yeah. Uh, and it, leveraging as many platforms as possible. So being on all the podcast platforms, YouTube, getting the video on Facebook, which is even more of a nightmare than YouTube. Uh, you know, putting those TikToks out, all of that type of thing. That's the work people don't want to do. And <clears throat> we were lucky, and I have some friends that work in in film editing and things, so we were able to get a somebody to edit our stuff for us for very, very cheap. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, so basically, we record the episode, I upload it to Google Drive, and a few days later, we have an episode back complete. So it, you know, it took some of that work, but I mean, you you all are doing a fishing podcast. You understand, like. It's not unlimited topics. You some of the stuff you have to think about to dive into, or you know, there's not always some hot item going on that you need to talk about. Uh, well, what Alex has taught though, us yeah. is just to, you know, come up with some of the most dumbassery things you can to, <laughs> to try to make somebody go. Did he just say that? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look at the engagement, like you said on their TikToks with the uh, the hot takes. I mean, hot, hot, takes, hot takes is always a thing. If you say something controversial i mean not even that controversial it's a i mean it's the whole jordan lebron debate he you just put that out there it, oh no it, you know everyone's gonna comment their opinion you know and so there's a lot of things like that you can do but going back to consistency i mean that's just a great life lesson in general but on the internet because everything's so saturated this isn't 2012 or 2015 you know i mean with youtube's the same way there's just so much, so many videos. There's so many channels. But if you look at, I don't know the numbers, but I would imagine it's very similar to podcasts of all the YouTube channels out there. You know, how, how many have actually posted in, in the last seven days, 30 days and do it consistently? Yeah. You know, and, and that's with posting on, on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Consistency matters. Um, because one, it shows your dedication and passion and people are more willing to follow you. And then by virtue, you're just going to get more eyes on it. Yeah, it definitely helps having three of us, though, because there's sometimes where I'm not reliable. I'll be gone, right? Like I'm leaving for a couple of weeks or be sometimes where maybe these guys aren't reliable, but we have at least kind of a, a plan in place. Like one of us can be absent and we can still roll with the punches. And I and I needed these guys. Um, I was going to point up one cast, especially as we were get, uh, getting into the production of the Snangles jigs and it was just straight casting pouring skirting that i mean if you go back and look at all the social media posts like all the you know all that stuff dropped off you know drastically it wasn't like the year before and during covid when you you had a lot more time to be able to do all that stuff so these guys coming on to help alleviate some of the content is a huge bonus because you can't you, know, you get to a point you can't do it all yourself and you, and you have to admit that hey that is you have two really good friends with you helping because I don't do shit besides show up and record. <laughs> Alex does everything else. So y'all are y'all are good friends. Y'all, Dan, I hope you know that you need to give them hugs at the end of this show and appreciate them because you could, you know, on the other end, be like Alex and have me who doesn't do anything but talk shit about the post he makes on Ticket Tack. <laughs> and he leaves you hanging to, on an episode. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we saw how that went. <laughs> oh, so we're, we're, we're here to interview you. <laughs> mm. That's a technique, right? 
Didn't we see that in the movie? Oh, was it Step Brothers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just flip it around. Pay them. So you, hey, you talk about podcast. I'm just here to ask Oprah <laughs> questions and make sure that shit don't go off the rails, even though. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you're you. like a teacher, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah. Guide us a little bit and make sure we don't screw it up. Well, you just people love to talk about themselves. So if you ask them questions about themselves, you know, it's easy to talk about yourself. Yeah. It's super easy to do that. The OneCast brand, Ben, tell us about the OneCast brand. Hmm. Um, where should I begin? Uh, I, mean, I think I started a little bit in the beginning, but it, it really came out of a passion of I wanted to stay connected to the industry. You know, being in the Army, you work long hours a lot of times, so when you get home, it's dark, especially in the wintertime or you get deployed or uh, you just you just can't be on the water as much as you want to. So I want to be able to, when I, when I wasn't at work to be able to stay connected to, to, to fishing in some way. So I started hand pouring jigs and letting friends and family using, catching some fish on them and then started doing, starting an Instagram and put it up, put them on the website and just kind of slowly bootstrapped it. Still haven't taken any money from it, just reinvested everything. And then the big thing the last year was the, the snagglish jigs we launched at ICAST taking that, the we, this neg concept with the, you know, an offset EWG and eliminating the weed guard on a jig. So you could just Texas rig your plastic. That was, uh, you know, that, that was kind of the, the vision when I got out. So this is what we're working towards for the development. And then finally came to fruition in September. So that's kind of a, a quick synopsis of the last four to five years of, of, of the, of one cast. And, I, and our, our, as a train, I've gotten more involved and, in, you know, we started the podcast uh, men used to do a lot of, of YouTube videos and things is there's a whole media side of things that we want to have along. So, you know, we want the one cast brand to not just be jigs. We want it to be social media, media, podcast, you know, educational. I think all of us, well, I know Ben and I, I'm pretty sure Trey are very passionate about education, you know, helping other anglers. There's so much just bullshit and hate on social media and the internet and people, I'm going to apologize, mom. I'm about to go off. People just being fucking assholes, like <laughs> on the internet to one another, like the live scope debate, you know, all that bullshit. People are so just hateful and passionate about it. And I love the passion, but it's hateful to the point where they won't help somebody who may not have any experience. And they're, they're innocently asking questions because they want to get involved. The, the, I, the biggest is for me is <clears throat> fishing knot videos. You do a fishing knot video and you do a braid or something because it shows oh, up God. better. It shows up better on camera than regular line and then they're like you know you can't use that not with braid you'll never catch a fish on it well i just got a six pounder on it yesterday i mean what are you talking yeah. about and, and i mean i cast they do they do courses and they talk about like the industry growth and the number of, of people getting into the industry in 2021 2022 like the fishing industry exploded with people working from home and and wanting to, and being able to get out and do things they typically wouldn't have done in the outdoors and it opened up an entire door but then you go on to nc bass fishing and somebody asks like hey what's a good way to catch bass in march and get on the like, water yeah go on the water <laughs> and i'm like man like i'm not going to give you waypoints but yeah. I, i'll pm those people and be like look <clears throat> this time of year this is what, like i'm looking for brush piles and i'm doing this is what i'm doing and so you know ben and i have had some some conversations in trey and it, there's that whole educational piece where we want we want to create an environment through our socials through our youtube videos and things where people can learn they can ask those questions and not get somebody to jump down their throat for asking a simple question, wanting to learn and better themselves. Uh, you know, 
to kind of jump on that bandwagon too. So I joined a club years ago here in, in, in the local area and I, and I love those guys, right? My intent of joining the club was not to go out and win a bunch of money and kick people's asses and fishing. Of course, that's part of it, but I wanted to learn, like, if you can catch a bass in North Carolina, you can catch a bass anywhere. This place is hard as shit to fish sometimes. So, <clears throat> but what I saw during my time in the club, which I'm no longer in is a lot of people didn't give a crap about you and trying to help you grow as an angler. There were great people, but then there was a lot of people that just didn't want you to have any sort of advantage on the water. And then even looking at like the, in the, in the public spotlight, like a lot of guys are like, Oh, this is great for the industry. It grows the industry. And then somebody asked them a question, be like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you that. Well, how do you grow the industry when you want to keep all the secrets? It doesn't make sense. It's not a good business model. Like if you're, if you're a business owner, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm doing, how I'm doing it so that you can take my product and go hammer them on the water because those fish are going to be there tomorrow. But so many people say, oh, it's great for the industry. And you know, the Lord blessed me on this one. And it's like, Hey man, what'd you, how, how'd you end up snatch them up? Oh, that's none of your business. Well, <laughs> well, that doesn't grow the industry. Like, think, come on, man. Hey, so, so I, Alex, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my Everybody God. Welcome, <laughs> Alex. Everybody welcome, Alex. Did you Alex not says, fucking Alex listen? Says, <laughs> Alex, did you not listen to everybody? They hate the fucking soundboard. Ball. Bobby Roast Beef said it was wonderful, it. and he he chumps everybody else. Hey, real quick, Alex, let me give you a rundown of, of what we've done so far to it's this It's all right. Point. I'll roll with it. I'm a professional at this point. No, Let's you got to hear this. Listeners. You got to hear this. I hit start podcast. I, I hit standby. Intro music came in. Intro music ended. I started, and my internet went out. And then I got it back up running and came back into uh, the, the stream yard, and it was still recording with them sitting there, you know, jabbering amongst themselves. So I said, all right, guys, we're going to redo this. Alex can cut the beginning. And I fucked it up. I like the old music going and the new music going and standby on and off. It, it's a great time. You got to leave it in there now. It's part of the show. It's not like I have enough going on right now that now I've got to uh, edit or whatever your fucking mistakes, Paul. You're, I, you know, a lot of people like I'm going to release this video where I'm talking about getting a new co-host. And uh, today is probably the biggest reason why is uh, <laughs> hey, you want to hear something funny? Uh, I can ben, see Paul's ben fingers. Talks about, ben talks about the, to, you know, Trey and, and Pete helping him out and doing this and that for the podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't help Alex do shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, Except okay, run your mouth hold a little on. bit. <laughs> hold, hold on. Paul, Paul carried the podcast for a year. I'll give him that. He absolutely oh. carried the Paul uh, for a whole year while I was deployed. He covered all of it, um, but that's all he did. He didn't get them out on time. Um, <laughs> like they, they would show up literally. I remember coming back. I'm in Dutch Harbor. I've got like very little internet in Dutch Harbor, Alaska. It's like 56 K modem style and Instagram's like freaking the fuck out, but I get messages and they're like, just so you know, Paul released an episode at 3 PM. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. And then Paul's like, yeah, you know, sometimes I just fucking forgot. <laughs> I didn't forget. It was just, I had a lot of shit going on too. There were Listen, some days I was recording you can the podcast crush, on Thursday can, night at 11 o'clock. 
That's your fucking fault, Paul. Total. I, I'm sorry, boys. I didn't mean to derail you. No, but I'm no, going you're good. to. I like this. Paul, I fucking told you. That's why we don't record on Thursdays, dickhead. It takes you know time. what? When you buy yourself, you do what you got to do to make the shit happen. You know what happened? The podcast. I didn't know we were getting a therapy we session right here. No, Paul. Paul, go into your phone right now. Go into the notes. And there, I know you have a whole notes that says. How not to fuck this up while Alex is gone. And I know <laughs> yeah, just got none, of them said, none of them said anything about posting it at 5 a.m. on Friday morning. It's how we oh my God. Listen, we have <laughs> anyway, so, so anyway. Paul, it's it's all about doing one thing well, though. You can't do a whole bunch of things well. Yeah. So Paul did it one thing well, right? An episode out a week. That was the goal. And I told him when he left that the sole goal was the episode a week. He killed I left him. it at that. I didn't say anything about a lot of people didn't else. hear all the episodes because Paul didn't fucking post them, but uh, he recorded <laughs> at least one episode. A week. So we're episode one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were uh, so, so to get back to you, you were talking about anglers not helping each other. I, mm -hmm. I think it's a huge, yeah. big game. Go ahead, Paul. Fucking interrupt me. You're right. I just got on. You're right. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Paul. Oh, damn. Wrong button. Oh, hey, <laughs> wrong button. It's supposed to be the Nana and the Bebe. I'm going to introduce you to them, Alex. So looking mm. on your left is Trey, middle is Ben, and right is Pete. I know who they are. I follow That's... them on the Tiki Talks. I, I, I fucking get it. About that. I was just, look, I'm trying to help you out. Make sure you know who's God, who. you're the anyway. fucking worst. Okay. I, I, again, everybody okay. who wants to apply, you can uh, go out to, uh, what is it, area code 609-837-9394. To leave your voicemail uh, resume to be the new host, or you can email us at bassandbrews at gmail.com. Uh, oh. Just drop me a resume there. Um, What's the I'm qualifications? Looking, what the qualifications? Have a, have a uh, it's it's a really low barrier right now. I'll tell you that. You no, gotta be but, taller uh, than Alex, so at least five two and up. We're going. Back to, we're going back to Paul hating the troops. Solid, solid move. Oh, oh, there's, oh, there's, oh, two, there's two army guys in here now. Don't be doing all oh, that. Oh, so are you backing down from how you hate the troops? Because you were pretty strong about hating on the troops I've earlier. I've never said that. You're the only one that's ever said that. Because you're the beard? only troop that you've hated. What, it's what me. happened to your beard? What? Oh, uh, so that's a whole nother. I mean, oh, okay, fine. We will. So I, I bought one of those little razors to like clean up the beard, right? Because I got some job interviews coming around, and I didn't realize there's levels on the on the fucking blade guard. <laughs> and uh, I had done it before, right? And it was just fine. But I didn't realize at some point when I stored uh, the electric razor that uh, it had pushed the guard down. So I literally went like this to just you know get the flyaways. I got uh, mm -hmm. I got some job interviews coming and. It was just like a fucking uh, reverse mohawk in the middle of my fucking beard. So we had a good podcast going until Alex came up here. And anyway, so you're talking about uh, fishermen not being helpful. That's mm. like 100. I, I feel like fishermen are their worst enemies sometimes. There's all this talk about I want to help grow the sport, which is I think has to be added to the list of uh, overused bullshit fucking terms at this point which is I'm going to mm. grow the sport. Like most people say that they have no idea what they're saying or how to do it. And they don't really give a fuck. They just say mm. it to sound cool. Um, but a lot of people will say all that shit. Right. And then when push comes to shove, they want to give nothing. They still want to go out there and catch whatever they're catching and feel like Billy badass instead of 
like actually giving back. Like that's the way. And it sounds like I know I missed a bunch. I missed 40 minutes of uh, probably Paul interrupting you with the soundboard. But um, you only actually missed about 35 minutes of, of you interrupting him with the soundboard. Um, but yeah, uh, the no. rest was me fucking up the intro. <laughs> no, no. It, yeah, it sounds like you guys are doing it right. I've seen your guys' content online. It's the right way to handle it. It's, it looks like it's coming from such a genuine uh you know what i mean a, a genuine feel that it's it, it's awesome to see appreciate that yeah man i mean it's kind of hard not to be genuine when we're just three nobodies sitting here running our mouths anyways you know like we don't have anything to lose um you know and honesty in in anywhere in the world right now is is so hard to find and that's what we do is just provide our honest assessment and and we're always welcome to the feedback and that's the best thing that we can do is is stimulate dialogue between the viewers and each other. I mean, we just sat down and ran our mouths for a year about fishing. Why not put it on some sort of social media platform, you know? Yeah, and Ben, ben was one of the people that I, that helped me learn Sharon Harris from the videos that he would put out when he was out there. I mean, when, when a video popped up from Ben, I would go watch it. And then if it was Sharon Harris, I could feel where he was and obviously mm -hmm. yep. telling us what he was doing very informative and it really helped me figure out some stuff on sharing hairs yeah but you talking about being like authentic and you're like it, it, it was really easy for you guys to do that and that's amazing but i'm gonna tell you what it, it's that's like a unicorn bro because i feel like specifically with like uh fishing content creators there's a lot that are inauthentic right they're chasing mm -hmm. trends they're chasing uh pro staff discount codes they're chasing clout and it's really wow. easy i think for people to get caught up in all of that bullshit when most people probably started all of this to that's not what they were doing you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's <clears throat> like we're we've always been ourselves uh and and i've been in the outdoor industry since i was 15 years old i've done different things between hunting and fishing and back when pro staff meant something like I was, I was with some hunting companies at 15 and 16 years old where pro staff, we didn't have social media. Like my ass went to shows and talked to people and, and shared experiences and, and uh, did things like that, wrote blog posts, that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, I, I have some connections with some, some pretty big names. I think, you know, people that we could have potentially immediately leaned on to try to bring on to the show. Go ahead. Name drop. Chase man. We had clout. Alex Rudd no. on last week and he <laughs> name dropped every fishing company no. that's associated with them. We found out he got like $2 <laughs> per mention. So yeah, no, that's not me, but, um, you know, eventually we may have those folks on, but I don't want that to be why people are coming. Cause I don't think that's genuine. If they're, if they're just coming to listen because we have, you know, X on, then it's not us doing anything. It's just us regurgitating content that everybody already has out there by inviting, you know, the latest elite series winner and nothing, not that there's anything wrong with the folks that are doing that. That's great, but that's not what we wanted. I think uh, you mentioned something about, um, well, you talked about uh, being genuine, right? So many people uh, in this industry and everywhere else, they let other people, in the in the industry and all the social media they let that define them instead of like paving their own way to what their definition is yeah right like be who you are go be authentic in your own way don't try to be someone else and that's really what it comes down to i think is you just see so much of the same shit and it's like 
hey man like i can tell when you're not yourself right and it, you see it even meeting somebody or seeing somebody on social media and then turn around and meet and meeting them and you're like that's a that's a totally different person you came to the to the show over the weekend paul you met the three of us like we weren't anything different other than giving a 30 second elevator pitch on how badass the snagless jig is like you got my i told every single person how i catch fish to include showing them on my you know forward-facing sonar what i'm looking at in certain parts of sharon harris you know i'm not going out there to take anyone's money i'm trying to educate the youth especially the youth population we want those there's those are the ones that are going to continue supporting the industry in the future but if they're filled with a bunch of lies then they're not going to have any trust at all right and that doesn't go a long way and, yeah, and, and those elephant. folks are gonna they're going to then be the same person as everybody else was being to them not helpful and secretive and let, they're not going to learn how to to share on their own yeah. that, and i think part i mean that's a that's a great thing you bring up the lead weights and we all know the walleye guys and i'm not going to give them more time than i've already gotten but i think part of that is chasing that social media clout and being able to hoist a trophy and say look at me look what i did it, those i'm not i don't know them so i'm not saying that they were good guys but they could have at one point in their life been decent humans who got caught up in that bullshit and couldn't get away from who they who, who got away from who they really were yeah well um I'm going to have to disagree. One, they were walleye fishermen. They don't know how to work <laughs> smartphones or a fucking computer. Um, it's whatever their uh, their cousin's flip phone can uh, can log in on is the only thing they're using. Fair, fair. Well, but, um, we're going to get the walleye hate next week. F- fuck it. Well, yeah, send the walleye hate. Listen, hey. listen I'm, I'm going to clip this right now, and it's going to go on the ticky tax and everything else. Fucking hey, send the walleye hate. There's walleye hate on our episode six oh, coming sure. out in a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Trey brought it up kids. There's a lot of kids getting into it right now whose parents don't have anything to do with it and they're looking for somebody to help them. Yep. Women, yes. women, the last two years at ICAST as they release numbers is continues to be the fastest growing sector mm-hmm. in fishing. And you see some of these pages, uh, you know, a female come on and ask a question and it's like, well, don't worry about the honey, just go make me a sandwich. And it's like, oh, why God. are you like, why? Why be that way? Why not help? It's just a, it's a general like attitude that not help new anglers. And I don't think it matters male or female, but it's just this whole like tough guy, tough fisherman. I'm not going to tell anybody anything persona, and it it's getting old. And I'm hope I'm hopeful that you know ourselves if we're able to to show positivity, maybe maybe a kid will pick that up, and as he gets older and and learns, maybe he'll share those experiences. And, well, I think and it's be better. To have- good uh good role models digitally through this right not like right. the dude using cheetos to to go fucking catch a fish right you guys are showing like real tips to get people on the water to catch fish like those are mm-hmm. long lasting that's what you want right and and then you guys are showing an open flow of information those are all like those will trigger in like 10 years now when these when these kids get a little bit older right and they get back into fishing because they gave up on it during college to chase girls. Um, they'll get back <laughs> into it and they'll remember those times they watched YouTube videos and things like that. Yeah. Yep. Let me ask you, with the influx of more women fishing, the the kids coming out and fishing, do y'all think that the, the small boat arena and the kayak arena has allowed those folks to, it's easier to get off the bank. We've talked about this a bunch on this podcast, but do y'all think that that's allowed folks to be able to 
come out and feel like they're fishing for real since they can get on a boat on the water off the bank. Uh oh. Did we lose them? Oh, Paul. Uh -oh. What did you do? I don't know. I hope that my was internet the best. Fine. It was like the start of the best dramatic pause ever. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Watch my internet's probably the one fucking up and about to die. <laughs> I feel like, oh man, Paul, 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 Paul. What is this episode? This is crazy, man. This is, you know, we got great audio, but <laughs> they're just reconnected. <laughs> There we go. Hey, oh, there they are. All right. Hey. All right. Hey. We're back. We're back. Sorry, but that one was on us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Paul with the soundboard. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, that was good timing. No, it didn't interrupt anybody and it was relevant. That's right. So, what was your question? Sorry about that. No, you got, <laughs> we got his question. Um, <laughs> I, I believe. <laughs> don't listen. Don't let him talk again. No, he's not. He's cut off. Uh, yeah. Ki kayak fishing. Uh, definitely has opened up the sport to so many people i mean you can go you can go to walmart and buy a, a, a kayak now you know might not be the best platform to fish fish out of but all in yeah i mean it gets you out there fishing right it gets you on the water opens up more water it it's uh and now some of the stuff these dudes are doing like this tiny boat nation stuff and how they're building out these little boats that like Those they're doing some sick, yeah gnarly. dude there's some crazy stuff for not a lot of money yeah. and uh there's actually a huge small boat like tournament trail in virginia like they pay out 50 some thousand dollars and and it's all guys with their i mean a lot of them are running like kayak boaters on their tiny boats so yeah, that's, yeah uh, i think it's huge what was his name sb fishing on youtube mm -hmm. he he runs out of that uh that that uh john boat tournaments it, it's mm -hmm. insane that trail they have there with that you, you guys are all big boaters right glitter boats mm -hmm. yeah yep okay no glitter on my boat, but yeah. No, I I, I think <laughs> my wife kayak fishes though. It's uh it's it's awesome. I mean, I think a lot of the guys on on YouTube really helped kind of like open that door and, and expose that side of fishing because it you 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 know Bassmaster magazine or on TV and stuff, it was never about kayaks or John boats, it was all about bass boats and the you know the bassmaster and stuff and so I give a lot of credit to those those guys and gals that have really opened the door through YouTube and and all the other social media platforms because I see it more and more every year. There's more kayaks out on the local lakes, you know, and and that just kind of speaks to the to the working class a little bit more. Like you don't have to have something big and fancy to go out there and catch fish. Hell, most of the time you catch bigger and better fish off a kayak than you do out of a boat, you know. So I think it's 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 amazing what's actually the doors that have opened actually. Now we got to do is is teach, aka learn all these new kayakers boat ramp etiquette. Oh, oh god! <laughs> Yo, this series of unpopular opinions. I think uh, when I started shitting on bass boats and John boats, the biggest comments that I got were about people bitching about kayakers taking too long at the fucking boat ramp. And, They're the worst, uh, and I don't mean to be like that. No, no, I, I get it. And so, so one to be clear, I think I've used a an actual boat ramp twice in all the time that I've kayak fish. I've only used an, a real boat ramp fucking twice because it's a kayak you can launch from anywhere. Why are you on the big concrete slab? That makes no. Is that what you do? You sit on that big <laughs> concrete slab. I, I, I'm in and out quicker than any boat on the water. I, yes, but I use no. I know you are. Your wife fully loaded. Uh, mentioned that. What happened? 
<laughs> Who's it your wife? No, I use I use the ramp a hundred percent because my kayak sits in my garage. It's always loaded. I ain't unloading all that shit and putting it back in. I mean, I have to load stuff up at the truck, but then right. I wheel it down on my wheels. I put it in the water. I put the wheels on the kayak, and I'm gone. I want to know what up. these people are doing that are are is taking so long. Have you guys seen any ridiculous at the boat ramp with kayaks? Like, what uh, what are they doing? Yeah. That have you seen it at all, Ben? No, I don't understand why it takes so long. I mean, they'll fully like not have their seat in the kayak. They won't have their their pedal drive ready. They won't have yeah, their crate yeah. in there. Yeah, I think it's it, it's mostly the loading, unloading all their gear and stuff. You know, instead of doing that in the in the lane Are behind they the boat, around. like right in the middle of the lane. Oh or yeah, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Oh, see, so the the two They'll times that I've used a right in the lane. boat lamp, I've gone way off to the side in a corner because I car top. I don't have a trailer or a truck. So I do have to like completely put the seat on and everything, but I'll push way to the side and I can be done in five minutes in and out five minutes. Y'all got yeah, but you, it, you roll it, the boat in the water and you roll the boat out the water at the ramp. You don't unload and load shit at the ramp. Of course I don't have to do any of those fancy wheels. Not, yeah, but there's a lot of impatient bass boat. Bass guys aren't too. any better. Like it's not just kayakers. Like there's there's guys that launch their boat and like let their boat be tied off right there and they'll go up top and smoke a cigarette or something and bullshit with bobby and like hey man what are you doing today and it's like sorry to throw that southern accent out there paul but that's how it is around here hey what are you doing today it's like dude i'm trying to launch my boat get the hell out of the I way i untied a dude's boat at jordan one time and walked around to the other side of the dock Oh shit! I he, thought you were about to say I, I think kicked he, that bitch out, let it no, roll. No, no, no. I'm not that mean. I did you take it to the side, but I was like, like he literally did that though. Like he, he first of all he backed in, then he unloaded all the stuff out of his truck into his boat. Then he launched his boat, tied it off right at the base of the ramp so you couldn't launch another boat. And then I guess he must have went to shit or something because I don't know where he went. So I was like, I had enough of this and. I just untied his boat and walked around the dock and tied it on the other side and launched and rolled out of there because I was ready there to you go. So, <laughs> and he didn't come back by the time you left? No. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. And the summer, the summertime is, is a shit show anyway. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started on the wake boats. Yeah, that is the whole – or the people that dragging the you – know, the the motors down. It's just – it's unbelievable. <laughs> so It's fun the, sometimes. The, the, it the, really the, is hilarious. The, those pleasure boaters that just don't run their boats enough so they have no idea how to act. Yeah, I call them lake lights. That, hey, we should do that. Bass and Brews and the one cast get together at one of the local lakes and set up a, a, a combined podcast and just make fun of commentary. people. Co- commentary. Oh, yeah. Live by hey, we're live all about play it. by play. We're sending Trey out there. He's going to park that dude's boat for five, so five bucks. You bring that up. You know? It's funny because twice this has happened, both times on Jordan, where my wife has backed the trailer down. I've power loaded the boat. And she is offered and then backed somebody else into the water because they were doing the whole like Yeah. And my Listen, wife, like, you want a- me to get that for you? And I'm like, ooh. The, the Peter Griffin backing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a whole thing. There's a full YouTube channel, and I fucking love it. And it's about the Miami municipal boat ramp in Miami, Florida. And the guy literally just videotapes it and commentates people fucking up at the boat ramp. <laughs> um, it's like the best thing ever. But also, I don't want to re-educate. Well, I mean, I'm out now, right? But I did 20 years in the Coast Guard. I need stupid boaters uh, yeah, because that yeah. was the bulk of my search and rescue cases are dumbasses. So I needed those <laughs> stupid boaters. But fair, uh, fair. Well, what's funny is people always say, why Why do they have their wife back in the boat down? You know, they're screaming at them, turn this, turn this. Why, why, why didn't they back it down? And here's my theory is that 
them assholes can't back the boat down. <laughs> they don't want to look stupid. So they get their wife to do it, and they back there screaming and hollering like they know what the hell they're doing, but they couldn't back that bitch down no better than she did. You're probably right. Yeah. I know yeah. I'm right. That's, I've had plenty of people say, here. you've done this a few times, haven't you? I'm like, yeah, it takes nothing to put a boat on a trailer. Listen, like, I'm all about this collaboration, and I've never backed a fucking boat down on a trailer, and I'll still rip people apart. I don't give so a fuck. So you'll be the first one that we yeah, we'll put in. I mean, it's not going in my truck, but we'll find somebody's truck and put them in it. <laughs> we'll send them down there. The about, camera about 1130 right. on a Saturday on uh, Jordan. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, Ebenezer. I make it I make it a point to get off usually those bot unless I'm on a school of fish where I'm just catching them all day long. I'm out of there at like eleven o'clock because yeah, I, mean, I just I you can't even get out, man. I don't even try to go on the weekend. Summertime, summertime, Saturday, Sunday, I launch at five fifteen, five thirty. It's just light enough to run, and then I'm at the ramp taking out by ten fifteen usually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then I'm home mowing the yard. Just because, <laughs> I mean, there's no, and it's not just, it's not just wake boaters and everything, but all the, all it's the like derbies. the weekend crowd, man, is so many people that just don't have any etiquette. And it's not just, it's not just lake lice, what I call them, you know, pleasure boaters. It's not just other bass guys. Kai, I mean, I can't tell how many times I'm fishing a point and have kayaks come between me and the point. And it's like, man, I'm all about sharing the water. But when I take up a out of there, I'm trimming up a little bit, you know, yeah. yeah I'm going to yeah. let them have a little, but like, come like, <laughs> There's a whole there's a whole education thing there with everybody that laughs. Hold on. You know, we, so so we have a whole new business. We're gonna critique you at the ramp, and then when you cut somebody off, you're just gonna wake them out. And that's I'm the just gonna wake them out. It's like uh, scared straight, uh, but fishing edition. <laughs> so I was fishing a Saturday on Jordan, la- not last summer, two summers ago, and I'd gotten cut off by dudes in bass boats like five times that morning and finally the sixth time and I, I, i'll never forget this dude's boat and if you somehow listen to this i apologize he was an old <laughs> dude in a lime green and black old beat up nitro and he pulled like 100 yards not even like 40 yards in front of me as i'm fishing around a point and he can you can clearly see him on the trolling motor coming and i troll the motor right up beside him and he's like hey how you doing today and i come unglued on this dude like kurt Casanum just not being a good person i was so mad and uh, went to take off, and I left the trolling motor down because I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> you guys probably don't know, but a bass boat, if you leave the trolling motor and give her a little gas, it just it just creates a wave Watch. over the bow. Yep. Yeah, we've all done it. <laughs> how do you feel it. about that? Like, what, what? I, I felt bad. Embarrassed? And Were you embarrassed? I wasn't embarrassed because I was so mad, but That's I, looked at my, I looked at my wife. And she was just looking at me like, yep, that that is what you get for <laughs> on this Saturday morning. Now, I guess the question is, is did you commit, though? You're like, you know, it's down, but fuck it. I'm going. No, I, didn't have that <laughs> I went up and I pulled it in and whipped out of there. I think yeah. you bring up a great idea, though. And I know I gave a great idea out last episode, uh, but. Here's a reason maybe to to get one of those fancy podcasts, those portable uh, podcast recorders, right? So you get one of these people and you come up real nice. When they cut you off, you come up real nice. You're like, hey, what's up? How are you? Hey, hey, can I record a quick interview? And you go real nice. And then you hit them hard with, hey, so why was it a good idea to cut me off like a fucking asshole? Have that little skinny, that little skinny Bob Barker, whatever that yeah. microphone yeah. That right, mic. yeah. right in their face. Just like, yeah, no, I mean, your boat's nice. It's great. Uh, but uh, how come your parents didn't raise you correctly? Is there any way <laughs> yeah. you can explain that? <laughs> 
it goes, it goes this this goes back to that whole like not sharing information thing because people think they own certain thing certain like spots on the lake and if you're fishing in their spot i mean i've had multiple times fishing a point it's all public water but a guy wanted to be on there and i was there before him so he'll in a bass boat run you know 30 feet in front of me and cut across point as i'm fishing just because i beat him there have you have you guys ever had it where you're fishing a um a makeshift uh like a crappie rig that somebody dumped in the water and you know it's there and then they come up and be like well i'll put that damn thing in the water yep. be like well too fucking bad man because <laughs> yep. i'm here right now you know but i've had that happen a couple of times i put these in the in the water bow and i'm like well yeah i know yep. i got here first cool i appreciate you it took, cool you there's, took your shitty christmas tree on my live sonar. <laughs> yeah. you took your shitty christmas tree and you dumped <laughs> it in a deep hole great like Spe speaking about Harris, Paul and, and Alex, you you ever gonna make it down this way? Who me? Yeah. Eventually, it depends on uh, like I, like I said, I, I just got out. I just yeah. retired from the military. I got to find a new fucking job. I don't know yeah. what the schedule on that job's gonna be. Hopefully, uh, I, I've posted before. I'd love to get uh, 120k a year and only work uh, four hours a week. So fingers crossed, I can figure that out. Yes. Um. It's probably not going to fucking happen, but I would love to actually uh, travel down. Me and Amanda, my wife, are looking at solutions possibly like uh, May to June-ish coming down to North Carolina. So after you start your OnlyFans page, which is the only way you're going to do that, um, you should <laughs> come down here because they. it seems like somebody <laughs> took a dump truck full of tires and dumped them in the lake and i'm not talking about where everyone knows there's tires at on sharon harris but <laughs> it's off in a creek now and i'm like who did somebody load a dump truck onto a ferry and they had dump a, that shit in the water because like i went over it the other day and i'm like this was never they, there they probably had a pontoon but yeah like, I'm like, like oh my god and i'm like i don't so edu educate me on this and maybe you guys know is it legal to drop Christmas trees in yes. makeshift brush piles? Yes. In well, it, it depends lakes, on what it's made out of. In some lakes, you're not allowed to drop. And I, the, I just heard something about it as a couple, month ago. A couple months ago, I was listening to a podcast. In some lakes, you're not allowed to drop brush Christmas piles. trees. Any brush pile, any anything that you bring off the bank and drop in the water is not allowed. Now, down yeah, I, here in the I, south, hell yeah, you tell somebody not in new jersey you can drop yeah. everything you can't drop the tires right that's a no-go but you can drop christmas trees because i personally uh exactly bodies yeah. uh <laughs> strollers uh whatever you want to make cover but i have personally taken uh most of my christmas trees there's a spot uh where i fish all the time on this tidal river uh it's a deep hole everything's like the deepest is eight feet and then there's oh, wow. a 15 foot hole Right. Nice. And so that 15 foot hole, I'll stack all my Christmas trees every year, wait two weeks, come back, and I can pull a shit ton of crappie and bass off of it. No problem. Like, ooh, I knew I forgot that ornament. Damn it. When I was packing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit. I got a crappie and a Batman ornament. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, for all yeah. of our listeners, I know some one of our listeners will know some lakes. There are lakes where you're not allowed to drop brush piles. So the listeners, Send Alex a ticky tack and tell him. Yeah, I'd like to hear that because 
from yeah. my understanding, What's... like the U.S. regulation for it is okay. So you can drop brush piles. the The big overarching federal regulation is you can drop brush piles as long as it's a native tree to that area. So maybe okay. that's an issue uh, because you guys are in a podunk state that doesn't have real fucking trees. Um, so. Wow. <laughs> I'm originally from went. Washington State, so uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, I was gonna say, what is Jersey? We'll go grab pine our, barrens. We'll, and, like, that's it, pine barrens, bro. That's where I fish. That's, that's it. We're, it, going, to the, we're, we're going, going to the red tree forest. We got plenty of those pine trees down here. No, um, a long lake. But then you can also throw like certain. Uh, so in Jersey, they have a specific rule on the PV uh, or the the PCP pipe, right? PVC, PVC, PVC. Jesus. <laughs> There's probably some PCP pipes uh, in there. I'm the LSD pipes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's jerky. why those fish are sure He just got out of the military. Power plant, it's, it's the LSD. Just got out of it. So there's a lot of, uh, never mind. I don't, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, when is this going to air? Yeah, I'm not officially out yet. So it, he's like, I don't have my, I don't have my DD214 yet, guys. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I got two weeks, February 1st. I'm officially, that's uh, my last paycheck. So then we'll have a whole conversation about it. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Ben? Uh, yeah, the, the brush pile thing. I looked into it years ago. I think on Core Lakes, you're supposed to, Give the Corps of Engineers the coordinates for the uh, for the actual brush piles, but okay. other than that, I don't think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah they because they're gonna have to dredge and like through. give them the core to the coordinates so they can then post it on the on yeah, the website. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no one gives tip. the coordinates. No one does that. <laughs> Hot tip for everybody though: uh, we we've got like three in Jersey and South Jersey at least. But uh, that what Paul said is a real thing. So you have to give those coordinates, and they post them online. One hundred really? Yes, one hundred percent. North Carolina. Yeah, well, they, all they those, have to. They have to the because people. it's a dredge. Uh, it's a dredge survey, right? It's to make sure that Corps of uh, Army Engineers doesn't dredge back through that area. So as long as you dig through their public records, they'll they'll give you those spots. So I have a a pretty. It's the second biggest lake in New Jersey is close to me, and Army Corps regulates that. And uh, I've hammered it because I get the hot intel of where people are stupid enough to report when they drop these things to the Army Corps. Like, they're following the rules, but Army Corps will just unload it. Army Corps will also tell you when they dig deeper holes, right? So this lake is a little bigger than the river that I'm on. So this one goes down to, like, 20 feet, but then there's 25-foot holes that they have to use to for water movement near a dam, right? And they literally they'll give you the middle spot and they'll give you the radius around the spot. And you can <laughs> kind of plot all of that on Google Maps or whatever you're using to cheat the system almost. Well, that's not cheating the system. That's perfect. That's <laughs> the good legal knowledge. Yeah. I mean, a lot okay. of I didn't even know that until you just said that, right? And yeah. so I got to I got to Yeah, Army Corps has to anything, <laughs> any report they get that's going to affect one of their surveys, they have to put it out in a report, and you can usually yeah. find that through your uh, local district. Uh, that's Army all the Corps. yeah, all the fish markers. If you if you use a map card from if you, from whoever you use, if you see the fish markers on there on a quarter lake, that's those coordinates. Yeah, they report yeah. them. Lawrence or C map, whoever makes that map card will pull all that and put it into their. That's targets. good, man. That's good yeah. information for and, the, for the general. Pop. And if, if you go on the core website for the particular lake, like if you Google like Jordan Lake water temperature, you can pull up the core, like the daily report 
it's got the flow, the temperature, water level, yep. all that information. So you can kind of get an idea of what's going on in your body of water. Yep. Even without even showing up there. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, it's great. And then also, I mean, just, I don't know, we're way off track, but like, so, so like <laughs> I, I fish a tidal, uh, fishery, right? Uh, you could also just fucking talk to people too. Like we talked about sharing information, right? So, so I fished this one canal system in New Jersey and I've just talked to the people who own houses on it. Mm-hmm. Just been a general, uh, there's a couple key rules here. So one, don't be a dickhead Two, don't be a dickhead. And then three, um, don't be a dickhead. And then as long as you talk to them, so they gave me, uh, there's like four people who have like weather stations where they have a little thing that runs in to track, uh, you know, the highs and lows on, uh, on the tide and then the temperature and then they got their wind thing. They gave me access to all their weather stations just mm-hmm. because I was a, a general nice human being. So I could literally now, like when I'm going to go out and fish that I, I log on, I look, I'm like, Oh, the tide's looking good water temperature has been stabilized like blah blah you know what i mean these are super easy things a lot of people can do if they were just nice to people just generally a good human being Mm -hmm. maybe they'll give you their uh pin and and social security number and all that stuff too i tried that uh (laughs) shout out um i you know i I put four cards out on their name they finally said no (laughs) no but but, i mean that's good there was one house that was super nice like uh it was that weird thing like have you guys all right so have you guys been recognized on the water due to social media absolutely yes yeah it's weird yeah it's very weird a lot of a lot of fangirls and boys fan fan people (laughs) okay all right. Yeah, no, so. seriously. I mean, we we had that. I had that uh, over the sh- um, the Raleigh Fishing Expose over the weekend that we were at. Um, one of our uh, big followers came and, geez, spent a few hundred dollars on product. But the way that um, we met this individual was was months and months ago, and it was I was out on I was out on fishing, and uh, she was fishing with somebody else, and and long story short sent me a message on instagram was like hey i didn't want to fangirl you this morning but i saw you like i'm getting into fishing and all this stuff and so we've all been working with her for months just trying to get her into the game she went out and bought a brand new boat she like outfitted i mean she bought ah gosh man like a hundred grand worth of stuff and she genuinely just wants to get into fishing and we shared everything with her right like everything that we could teaching her how to use a bait caster, teaching her how to drop shot, teaching her all these things. And so, yeah, absolutely. Social media has helped out a lot. Yeah, I think I'm going to go out with her in a couple weeks and help her learn her electronics and stuff. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, that's it, what it's it, about. It's a weird feeling, though, that those first couple times. Yeah. I think it will always be weird because I don't – I mean, I've never considered – no matter how big we got, even if we had a million downloads an episode, I don't think I would ever consider myself famous, though. So. No, I think it'll always be a little bit awkward, but it's kind of cool too, you know. It like, is. Listen, I you know you're doing things happens, right. I come home and I tell the wife, and she tells me to shut the fuck up and take out. The <laughs> it, it's kind of like the uh, thank you for your service. Thing. Yeah, thank you for no. your service. Oh yeah. my god, yes, it is. I, you know, I appreciate it, but it, it's always weird to hear it. Yeah, it, it is. is. All right, boys. All right, so we're at that time. So uh, we want to give you guys full chance right now. We're about ready to move into the only segmented part of the Bass and Brews podcast. Okay. So um, before, because I want to be fully clear, 
I love how every time, Paul, I'm uh, making this more and more dramatic. Uh, but mm -hmm. uh, anyways, uh, this is going to either, I mean, it, it's sunk a uh, top 10 bass fishing podcast before when they answered these questions wrong. So before we even get there, I want to give you guys a chance to give any shout outs that you'd like to right now. Hmm. Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead, Ben. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about these questions. I wouldn't it's worry about the like, questions. I mean, uh, oh, but I mean, but, the questions are great. And actually, Paul doesn't even know this because I always like to drop surprises. I have a brand new one to add to this. Hmm. But go ahead. Shout out right, before so, uh, possibly <laughs> your career is going to go. I mean, you're going to become either the Elon Musk of fishing or you're going to become the new elon musk of fishing <laughs> before we get canceled uh before we get kicked off the internet so i'll plug us uh one cast fishing uh if you want to join the snagglish revolution uh catch more fish lose less tackle uh go to onecastfishing.com check out the snagglish jigs neds long neck hooks uh and you can use our, our discount code the one cast uh at checkout save 10 percent and uh get out in the water and catch uh, catch a lunker yeah, and while before we get canceled, uh, we have some podcast episodes uh, coming out, and they may be the last ones, depending on how these questions go. But uh, <laughs> no, you can find the one cast. It's on uh, on all the major uh, podcast platforms. If you go to One Cast Fishing's YouTube page, you'll see the channel under there. Uh, we have a Facebook group, just the One Cast on uh, on Facebook, where we kind of add upcoming episode info and stuff like that. So. Check out the the podcast on socials. You'll see all of our personal socials on there too. If you want to follow along with our our uh, boring lives, you're more than welcome to do that too. I'll give a shout out to all of our brand ambassadors that are out there, like pushing social media and supporting the narrative and and supporting the product. They're doing a great job, and 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 we couldn't do it without them. And then uh, you know, if you're into uh, helping veterans and things like that, I do need to push the uh, Heroes Harvest dot org uh, website which is a nonprofit 501c3 organization that works with veterans uh, to experience outdoor therapy and go check us out because we're going to be running some events specifically the first of april we're doing a spring warrior clash in partnership with the piedmont bass classics and flr outdoors so if you're a boater and you want to sign up go to the piedmont bass classics website and if you're a co-angler which is a veteran first responder or something like that, you can go to the Heroes Harvest website and sign up as a co-angler. And they're, uh, and and we'll give you more information if you want to send any sort of DMs. Or hey, what like was that, that website so. again? That's heroesharvest.org? Heroes, yep, harvest.org. And uh, you can look in the upcoming events section and you'll see the uh, 1st of April Spring Warrior Clash. Essentially, the boaters will buy into a tournament, but the co-anglers will be veterans and first responders. So it's kind of like that mini like warriors on the water concept, but we're doing a 50 boat maximum uh, trying to get some participation. And then part of the proceeds will go back to the nonprofit so we can continue sponsoring some of these veteran and it. first responder outdoor events. Mm -hmm. I dig it. All right, boys, you guys ready for the shotgun round? That's what we call this, right, Paul? Is that what we're calling it this week? Shotgun round. Do you want That's to call one. a name for the answer, or do you just want us to uh, you'll, to choose you'll on see. Your own? Okay. Well, we'll see. Okay. So is there a buzzer? You. <laughs> well, there's three of you. So because there's three of you, you each let's go left or right. God. Your left or our left? My left. Start with Trey. Yep. Send it. Yep. And uh, you're gonna get 
two seconds to answer the question. These are supposed to be rapid fire shotgun blasts when you you drink your favorite uh, bush light or shitty beer. Rush to the head. Answer these questions. Are you guys ready? Is it a one word answer? Yes. Mm, usually. Yeah. Most, yeah, yeah usually. They're pretty much all one word. Yes, no, and one word. Mm. Yes, no, one word. Send it. All right. You going to spend more on a rod or a reel? A rod. Same questions? Yep. Yep. Oh, all the real. way around. Real. Rod. All right. Crocs or flops? Flops. Flops. Crocs. Yes. <laughs> hey, I grew up in Virginia Beach. That's what we uh, flip flops all the time. You don't get sun kissed skin in Crocs. You get them in flops. <laughs> hey, you get sun kissed circles on your skin. Okay? I got the best summer tan line ever. I get cheetah print. <laughs> Shit, sorry, that threw me off. Uh, <laughs> you don't get sunkissed. Fucking... <laughs> All right, uh, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No, absolutely not. Nope. Wow, you guys are losers. Um, <laughs> you can't pump your own gas. <laughs> Fuck me. God damn, I gotta write down another clip here. Hold on. I'm supposed to be quick. I gotta write down these little clips. Um let's see here. Uh slow jams or hype music on the way to the water. Hype music. Slow jams. Hype. Um have you ever eaten beaver? Uh, PG-13, yes. What no. do you mean PG-13? Why, <laughs> like why, why wouldn't it be PG-13? <laughs> yes, I have eaten a beaver. A buddy of mine from Tennessee shot one and I ate one one time. Delicious. Right. Yeah, I have not. I don't like the taste of plastic. <laughs> You've eaten a lot of plastic? <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> Beaver bait? No, not that. Beaver. I I understand here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. Eaten but it's a fishing beaver. podcast. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> beavers, eating more. Sweet beavers, yeah. <laughs> Pete, you've eaten beaver? Yeah, more yeah. than one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. How, yeah. How did you guys prepare it? <laughs> Raw. <laughs> uh, the the experience was different every time. Wait till his wife sometimes, this. Sometimes slowly, sometimes quickly. <laughs> oh my! Check that mark inappropriate for kids. Oh uh, well, this no, is no, bad. We're we're, this is not appropriate for children at all. <laughs> Listen, I, I we have some pretty diehard fans, including the Bass and Bruise historian, who's a school teacher, um, and wow. she already knows that this is. Listen, if you have children listen to our show, it's probably a fucking bad idea. <laughs> it's probably up, a parenting problem. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to end up doing this. They're going to end up like me and Paul uh, later in life recording, spending all this money to bring you guys bullshit. <laughs> Send more we, shotgun hey, rounds. Understand. I like it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, in a five-hour fishing trip, would you rather catch five two-pounders or one seven-pounder? One seven pounder, seven pounder, seven pounder. Yeah, that's the only right answer on that one. Well, usually the tournament guys are like, Well, I'd like to fill out a limit. Um, <laughs> I mean, you said two, you that's said not a limit. If I, yeah, that, that just sounds like fun fishing, so I want one seven. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, it's a better picture. Paul, did I get all of them except for the brand new one? And uh, the ender, and obviously the sandwich one, which you almost yeah. forgot. All right, so the brand new one. one, this one got brought up. Are you a boat flipper 
or a net man? Oh, boat flipper. Mm, I'll lean towards net. Okay. Mm. I'm going to boat flip if I can. Mm. All right. I. Uh, it looks cooler. It, it looks cooler uh, until you're in a kayak and you're trying to boat flip a pickerel. <laughs> And you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And uh, you end up getting cut off because uh, literally this happened at the, what was it, like January 3rd. We had this huge, I think everybody had that heat wave, right? Like 60 degrees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I went out and the pickerel were biting, which I'm, that's awesome. These were big, fat, like three plus pound pickerels. They're monsters. It's great. Uh, But I go to boat flip this one and instantly when I go to lift up the rod, I go to reach phantomly for the net that i didn't fucking bring (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't there and then i go to lift them up and the fish literally comes up slaps me in the head and the shoulder pushes off of me and i go And, uh, and then it snaps off. I cut all that off the YouTube because I'm not saying oh, there's the video. Where's that. yeah? Come oh, on. there's video, but it's highly edited. Um <laughs> man. Uh yeah. All right. So this is the most important question. This is what honestly the whole uh, all the brewskis, the Bass and Bruce fans are looking for. Mm. They want to know, and because there's three of you, uh, you guys each get uh you're gonna answer this once. And you can't be the same answer. All right. Mm. Every fisherman loves a good sandwich on the water. Mm-hmm. What's your top sandwich protein? Top three. Top three. Well, no, no. They're each going to answer one because that makes three, Paul. Okay. Jesus. You well, fucking idiot. Well, so me, I'm, I'm done it this way before. Anyway, go ahead. I, answer we haven't out. done three people before, Paul. I, You're I about go. as daffy as the happy <laughs> honey. He actually does look like he's wearing a onesie. With <laughs> all yellowed out. <laughs> so, so ham. I'm a ham guy. He's a ham. So ham cannot be used again. So, with ham off the board, I'll take uh, probably roast beef. Okay. Mm. Solid choice. If you fucking say spinach, you're gonna be up there with Bailey from Serious Angler. And so one, hold on, big guy, looking at you. I know you're not gonna say fucking. Yeah, I was spinach. just gonna say. I look like I'm gonna say spinach, bro. Come on. Uh, Peanut butter jelly. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody's actually said that. I don't know that. It, I guess you could consider peanut butter protein, but I'm, I'm probably gonna go with some thick sliced turkey. Mm. Okay. Cranberry sauce. Mm. Weird. Mm. Yeah, turkey. All right, it makes boys. a difference. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, one more time, plug where they can find you guys at. Yeah, Go plug ahead. us, Pete. So you can find us at the OneCast on uh, Facebook, OneCast Fishing on all the other socials, YouTube. Uh, if you search the OneCast on podcast sources, it'll it'll pull up. It may not be the first one on Apple, but it'll be right there. Uh, you'll see kind of this logo and uh that's us so uh, we drop new episodes thursdays at seven audio sometimes the video depending on render and stuff you know how that can be it might be a little bit after but yeah check us out uh join our groups uh you know comment tell us what you do and don't like and yeah look forward to it this all right boys you guys awesome. hang out for a minute um before we leave though we want to make sure we've got a huge 
Am I overdoing the huge? It's not a huge announcement. All right. It's a normal announcement. So we're about ready to add another show. And the title of the show is... (laughs) 